I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Ladies, this is the show that's here to give you stories of hope and healing from someone who has been there, someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of the trauma of her early years, she went on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Plus, she's a virtuous woman who can help you find that woman in your life. Don't let the weight of this world or things that happen to you control your life. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, here is your host, Minister Diane Jones. Hey, people. Hey, people. Happy Monday to you. Hello, hello, hello. I am so glad to be on the air again tonight. This week, every week is a new week. Every day is a new day full of new opportunities, full of new challenges, full of um, times for praise and worship. to offer. So I am so glad that you could join me again. I'm glad to be back on the air with you. Um, If you've been listening, then you know we have had some great guests these past few weeks. We had Dr. Um, Johnny McFadden and then um, She was so excited, and I was so excited about what she had to um, offer that she brought a a guest back with her, and the guest um, really contributed a lot to to, um, our topic and um, what we um, are very concerned about here on this program, and that has been the area of um, increasing awareness to the public about sexual abuse and its prevalence, also reaching out to those who have been victimized, who have been victims of sexual abuse. Um, That is one of the main things that we do on this show and one of the main things that we have been doing on this show. However, there is a lot more to than that. Um, Before I get into that, I just want to let you know that um, we appreciated those guests. I hope you appreciated them too. And we do plan to have um, more guests joining us as as the weeks come and go. But tonight, my honey, my husband, my partner in ministry, Chris will be my my only special guest behind the scenes as usual. I just like to acknowledge that he is on the air with us. <laughs> Hello. Hey, hey, honey, how you doing? I'm just wonderful, blessed. Good, good. Um, I, I, you know, I'm going to be talking about um, equipping the saints ministry tonight and. Um, more about what we do, but why don't you, um, can you tell us how things have been with your um, 
your men's outreach program. Um, some of our listeners may or may not know that you, um, you're a basketball coach for um, the U.S. Air Force, uh, how should I say that, before the U.S. Air Force uh, programs. Andrews Air Force Base. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That's a better way of saying it. And um, in line with what we're going to be talking about, um, well, let me let me ask you to tell the listeners why why you are involved in that mentoring and outreach program. Well, I just feel like it's something God impressed on my heart to do um, a long time ago because it was somewhere where I fit. Um, I played sports a lot in the military, and as I learned the sports, then I grew into... um, when I couldn't play anymore, I still wanted to be involved in the sports. And uh, God allowed me to stay involved and, and be able to coach and teach. And because that's something that came so nat- natural, he also allowed me to use basketball as a tool to reach young men, to, to um, witness to them, be an example uh, give them someone that they can trust, that they can talk to when they can't talk to other people, and um, just a way to to lead them to Christ and be a positive role model and example in their lives hmm. and and be opposite of what the world says a coach has to be, where you're cussing and acting a fool all the time. You can just teach and, 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 and walk the walk and be the example, and, and, and they'll follow from a positive standpoint, and you'll still win. So the, the game itself, you're saying you'll, you'll still, still win. You, it's a you'll win basketball games, but you'll you'll win uh, their confidence, and you'll win their lives for the Lord. And and even if they don't commit to the Lord outwardly right away, they're watching you, and they're they're drawing to that um, to 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 that mindset because. Um, you're living proof. So he's used me to be an example and a mentor because a lot of these young men don't have fathers and, and, and don't have positive role models. They see the supervisors at work just as that, supervisors, and when they get away from them, you know, they run. Mm-hmm. So we've had young men uh, come to Bible study, uh, ask questions, uh, marriage counseling, all kind of things, and and the reason they would come to me is because they could trust me. They've been watching my life from 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 the basketball court into on into life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I I'm glad that you um, pointed that out because that's what I was going to say. That it sounds like, and I'm talking to you that way just because I'm you know, hosting the program, but because I already know where you stand, but it sounds like what God has given you and permitted you to do is not, quote unquote, a conventional method of ministry, what some people would classify as a traditional or conventional method of ministry. It's, it's using 
some of your talent, some of your abilities to be a light, right? Exactly. 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 I mean, if 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 we were warriors on the battlefield and I was a warrior next to another guy, but there was something different about me, and he asked, what's different about you? You're out here fighting this war, but you have peace. That's the opportunity to tell him why I have peace, and it's mm-hmm. that, that opportunity is a ministry mm-hmm. if you use it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because God made me a specific way, and so I just feel like at this point, present time that's the talent that he's he's uh using me in mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. well that is exactly what i'm going to be um talking further about and i hope that if you have any thoughts that you can chime in and you know uh help me deliver this message because i i really really um just began to feel last night and and more so t- today that we need to um, encourage our listeners to use their giftings and their talents for the Lord and that we should point out and acknowledge that there are many different ways to do that. There are many different ways to do that. Um, As you said already, through your through your coaching and through your mentoring, um, you, we it has led us to hospitals uh, because some of your guys have gotten injured. Some of them have had just um, injuries from the sport itself, but maybe also from just life situations. Correct? Yep. That has landed them in the hospital, and therefore we've gone to the hospitals just to be by their side, just to show them some love and some support. Um, Some of them have come to you with uh, problems in their marriage. Some, Some with problems not even in marriage, but just in relationships or maybe drama because they have a child out of wedlock. Um, there's just different opportunities and situations that arise that allow for us to demonstrate the love of Christ, to demonstrate or to drop some knowledge or information about Christ in their lives. Therefore, that is ministry, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, how are you guys doing as far as the game of basketball goes? We've got a little under two minutes here. How is How are things going with the game itself? I, since you are a coach and since you do enjoy basketball, we can what give you an mean, opportunity. How are we doing our record? Yeah, how are things going? <laughs> well, as of this weekend and as of today, we're in second place in the um, oh. Waymac, Washington area area military athletic um commission we're the number two teams but team behind fort meyer and we're gunning for the number one spot and so we're um we're doing good god is god is using me and using us to to um be positive and play a gentleman's game and and play together and play play smart and not not um, be an embarrassment 
but represent our base and and represent God. So we're um out of time in like ten seconds, honey. I'm very happy with what what he's doing. So that's where we're at, second place. <laughs> Congratulations, here come the tunes. <laughs> Has the tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. Equipping the Saints Ministries. Our mission is to equip and mature the people God calls to do the things they are called to do with confidence and boldness, to create soldiers for the army of the Lord, and to impact our communities. We are home-based in Waldorf, Maryland. If you would like more information, you may email us at etsministriesinc at gmail.com or write to us at ETS Post Office Box 72, Waldorf, Maryland, 20602. If you are not local, you may participate via conference calls and we can make information available to you by email. E-T-S The Story of Me is a captivating and inspiring account of a woman able to overcome incest, physical abuse, abandonment, and neglect to find a second chance at happiness. It is a story for those who have been rejected, who have dreamt and fallen short, who have survived traumas such as molestation, rape, or incest. The story of me is very inspirational for those who may find themselves in Jones's story. You may purchase your copy of The Story of Me online at authorhouse.com, this show's host page, amazon.com, or any of the major bookstores. The Story of Me. I used to be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Okay, this is Minister Diane Jones and Minister Chris Jones, and um, we are just just getting into the swing of things on our show tonight, and I want to say congratulations, Mr. Chris, on uh, your team's uh, position <laughs> in the WayMac. I know personally that you guys have worked really, really, really hard um, to get where you're at. Um, I want to encourage you um, I, and, and let you know how much I admire 
your tenacity, your the, your ability to take um, basically something and build it from the ground up, to build it from nothing, because that's uh, that's what you did when you got to this base. Uh, they didn't have a basketball team, um, hadn't had a team for a while, and um, you've really endured uh, a lot, and you've been um, committed. And you've just worked and worked and worked. And so congratulations, my husband. Congratulations. Thank you. (laughs) So um, people, you may be wondering, well, is this in line with anything to do with ministry? Is this in line with um, anything to do with um, equipping the saints ministry or God's uh, giving us gifts and talents? And I say emphatically, yes, it is. Yes, it is, because some of the very qualities that um, I just uh, congratulated and acknowledged in Chris are the same things that we as believers need. Um, We need to be committed. We need to be faithful. We need to be tenacious when it comes to finding opportunities, using opportunities um, to work for the Lord to work for the Lord. So tonight I am I am issuing a call to the called. I am issuing a call to those who feel called by the Lord to do a work for the Lord. If you've ever felt a stirring within yourself, you know, a stirring within your spirit that you should be doing something for the Lord, that you should be doing more for the Lord. If maybe perhaps you even started doing a work for the Lord and you met with obstacles and and opposition, uh, maybe you didn't have uh, funding that you needed to get your project off the ground. Um, maybe you just didn't have support and encouragement from your church leaders or from your family and friends, people in your life that you thought would encourage you. Maybe you started the work and, and you haven't seen that much of a response. One person here, two people there. I don't know exactly what your situation may be, but if you have been called or feel that you have been called to do a work for the Lord, this program is for you tonight because we want to stir you up. We want to encourage you. We want to get you back on that road or start you on that road if you have never um, began a work for the Lord. There is a story in the Bible about several men who had talents. When I say talents, I'm not speaking in terms of giftings and abilities. I'm speaking in terms of um, a unit of measurement. I'm speaking in terms of money in this case. There were several men who, who had talents. Some had more talents than others. Um, the, the story tells us how they used their talents, how some took their talents and multiplied their talents because they 
you know, traded or, or, or bartered or something and multiplied their talents and how one man in particular took his talent and buried it in the sand, buried it because he said he, he knew that his master, his boss, if you, if you want to put it in modern day terms, that his boss was, um, you know, kind of crude and mean and, and um, that he basically um, didn't play when it came to money, when it came to making money, that he, the way I see him is that he, the man said that he reaped where he had not sown, so he he would take whatever he had, he would do whatever he had to do, and he would take even where he didn't deserve to benefit. Um, this guy was pretty ruthless, and so this man said he was a that if he lost his talent, you know, that he would get in trouble. So he buried it in order to preserve it, in order to to save it so that he could present it back to this boss <laughs> and didn't want to get in trouble for misusing it or, or losing it or, or wasting it or whatever. And the story goes on to say how that when they all presented themselves before their boss, before their master, and told what they had done... Um, the boss was very pleased with the first two men, but he was not happy with the last man. He was not happy with that man because that man took and did nothing with his talent out of because of fear, because of that boss's temperament, because of fear. Uh, fear of failure, whatnot. He didn't do anything with his talent. He simply hid it. For us, some of that would be us basically burying talent, uh, us, you know, um, hiding it, not using it, not um, exposing it, not getting any use out of it. Okay, now in this story, yes, it's talking about a unit of measurement. Yes, it's talking about money. But the concept behind this story is still applicable to us using our gifts and our talents, our abilities for the Lord in service to the Lord. The concept is still the same. Okay, we are not to bury our talent in the sand. We are not to be afraid to exercise that talent or those giftings. We are not to be afraid to walk in the callings or calling that God has for our lives. Do you know that before you were even born, God purposed? And he had a plan for the things that you would do for him in his kingdom. Before you were even born, he placed certain abilities in you to, to do things, to be able to enhance the kingdom of God right here on earth. That God did not make a mistake when, when um, he allowed you to be born and formed and created in your mother's womb. No matter how big or how small that you think that gift is, no matter how big or how small you think that talent is, that God designed you with a purpose and he placed 
abilities in you. And some of you, he has placed multiple, multiple giftings and multiple talents in you. And maybe you're, you're only using one or two of those things because you're comfortable in that area. Because you are comfortable in that area. You don't want to be stretched any further than that. You don't want to, you know, get out of your comfort zone. And so you've gotten very, 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 very comfortable with where you are. Well, I, I, um, I don't regret to tell you this. I was going to say I'm sorry to tell you this, that, but I really believe that God is stirring up some people tonight through this message. And he's going to take you out of your comfort zone. He's going to take you out of your comfort zone so that he can encourage you. It's like the, the eagle or the bird that tosses the baby out of the nest. After they get a certain age, you know, mama bird kicks them out of the nest because they have to learn how to fly on their own in order to be able to survive in order to be able to thrive in the world, in order to be able to thrive in the element that God put them in, their natural habitat. Well, I believe that God is to do the same thing to some of us that are listening, to some of you, okay? So um, it's just a, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of that. <laughs> just accept it that it is time it is time it is time it is time it is about time for some of you to soar to fly to spread your wings okay in more areas than what you are used to all right do you realize that the majority of the work that is being done in god's kingdom here on earth is being done by a minority of believers. How many people do you know that are believers, that profess to be Christians, who go to church every Sunday, and that's it? They go to church and they are fed. They sit there and they listen to the word and they are fed by someone else who is doing the work. But they're not working. They're not working. They're not using their talent. They're not using their giftings. They don't even know if they're called. If they are called, they're suppressing or running from or ignoring the calling. That's not the way it was ever intended to be. Ministry is an individual thing for every single born-again believer, every single child of God. Has the tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. Are you concerned about your physical and spiritual health? Tired of aches and pains? Heartburn? 
taking pills, being out of shape, and having no self-control? Try the 90-Day Challenge by Vaisalis. Using our delicious, nutritious health shakes and eating one meal a day, you can build lean muscle, burn fat, improve your health, and rule your body instead of your body ruling you. Choose your kit. Start your challenge. Lose 10 pounds at a time. Order online today at dianesjones.bodybyvibe.com. <laughs> a black nurse. This narrative is about the struggles of being a black woman and a black professional in a society bound with racial and gender bias. She has hopes, dreams, needs, a purpose, and aspirations, but faces constant opposition to fulfilling these basic human requirements. Like so many people of color before her, she achieves some measure of success, but her success is minor compared to what she must do to achieve it. It's time for a change. Get your copy today from authorhouse.com, this show's host page, or any major book retailer like Amazon.com. A black nurse. <laughs> I used to be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. All right, people. It is time for a change. It is time for you to change the way you have been conducting your stewardship, your ministry stewardship to the Lord, your service to the Lord. It is time for a change. It is not enough to go to church on Sunday. Um Maybe you go to church more than Sundays, Wednesdays, Fridays, whatever your church's schedule may be, and then give the rest of your time to your job, um, to your your personal hobbies and interests, perhaps. Um, It is not enough. If you are a child of God, that is not enough. It is not enough. We are in a season of change. You may have been able to get away with that up until now, but we are in a season of change. And it is time for all of God's people, not the minority, but all of God's people to be about his business. There is still so much work to be done. 
not just by the pastor, not by the one who teaches Sunday school, not by the evangelist, someone who travels from place to place and declares the gospel and preaches the message, not just by a few, but by all of God's children, every believer, every born-again believer, if you have confessed Christ as your Savior, it's time for you to be about his business in whatever way that you The Bible tells us to work Night cometh when no man can work. A time is going to come when none of us will be able to work for him. When spiritual darkness, when chaos, when uh, the time will be up, basically, when there will be a night season where you will not be able to work. We will not be able to work. And... Your works do not save you. Your works cannot bring salvation to anybody. But I tell you what, your works will determine what crown you receive in, the, in God's kingdom, what crown you receive in heaven. When he, whether he says to you, well done, thy good and faithful servant whether he whether he is pleased with you or not your rewards are going to be determined by what you do for him we are all called to work in some way okay um it's time to work the works of him that died for us jesus when he came he said i came to do the work that my father sent me to do. So he did what his father sent him to do. He was about his father's business. His father's business came before everything else in his life. When, when the time came, he left his mother, his father. He left his siblings. He had brothers. He left his home. He left what he was used to. He left what he was comfortable with. And he struck out to do the work that his father sent him to do. He traveled. He went from city to city. He healed. He preached. He taught. He cast out demons. He demonstrated the gospel. He, he demonstrated the gospel of Christ in every way that he could. The scriptures tell us that he was a carpenter, so yes, he did have a trade and he did have a skill. But when the time came, those things took the back seat. Those things took the back seat to what God had sent him into the earth to do. We all have gifts. We all have talents. We are all called to do a work for the Lord. God's gifts include, there, I mean, there are many gifts, but I'm going to talk to you about some of them. God's gifts include wisdom, how to use knowledge and, and 
how to apply knowledge, you know, how, how to be wise in, in doing things, ways of doing things, wisdom, knowledge. So many people are seeking knowledge outside of God. Knowledge, true knowledge, comes from God. So many people are, are pleased and excited and feel like they've done something because they have knowledge outside of God, because they have world, worldly knowledge, because they go to college, because they got a degree, you know, from a secular university, even Christians, because, you know, they're, they're clamoring and striving to have education through worldly means. Knowledge outside of God. Without God's discernment, without God's um, leading and, 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 you know, revelation. And Christians are thinking that they're all that and that they've got it made because they've got these worldly degrees. Faith is a gift. The ability to believe what God says, to, to act upon what God says, to do what God says based on just believing it because he said it. Faith. Stepping out in faith. Healing is a gift. The ability to, to lay hands on someone or speak it and the person to be healed like Jesus did. The working of miracles. Seeing other people not only healed but in a miraculous way, in a way that only God could do it. Not through medicine, not through pharmacosis, not through pharmacology, um, not through, you know, um, technical means, surgery, machines, things of that nature, but miraculous healing that, that was done through the power of God and the power of the Holy Spirit. Prophecy, speaking a word, a live word from God himself. Speaking a right now word, speaking into someone's life what God has said, is saying, is going to do, something that's going to come to pass. Speaking a live word where the pages of the Bible come to life in someone's life. Discernment, tongues, interpretation of tongues. The reference for that is 1 Corinthians 12, verses 4 through 11. Look it up. 1 Corinthians 12, verses 4 through 11. Gifts also include the ministry of helps. H-E-L-P-S. Helps. For those who um, have the ability to just help. Help others. Help others who are working in ministry. That is a ministry in itself. To help to smooth out the rough edges, to, to think in advance of the things that they might need assistance with, to plan events, to coordinate events, to uh, facilitate um, events in some way, just to be able to lend your support to help governments to be able to bring things into order, to be able to establish order, to you know, set up systems, to put systems in places, to make things work better, um, to hold people accountable, governments. The reference for that is 1 Corinthians 12 and 28. These are some spiritual gifts. These are gifts that are spiritual in nature. 
in addition to these spiritual gifts, you may have the ability to sing, to draw, to paint, to cook, to bake, to chauffeur. You might be good at driving. Um, Someone else may not be good at driving, but they may be good at speaking or doing some of the other things um, that God has called them to do, but they might need help getting to some location or new location. I mean, there, there are many ways that we can use our gifts and talents. You might be good at fixing things. Um, you may have life skills. Just different life skills that could be beneficial to the body of Christ. Callings may include the call to preach, to teach, share the gospel, share the good news of God's word. Callings may include fulfilling an office. Like the apostle, like the pastor, like a teacher, like an evangelist, like a, well, I did say prophet already. Um, All of us have been given gifts and talents, and we have all been called to do something. And every one of God's children have been called to work for him in some way. His gifts and his calling are without repentance, people. If he's placed it in you, he has not changed his mind. Repentance means to change your ways, change your mind. He has not changed his mind. More after the break. tragic past shattered your future or your now don't let it this is i'm not the woman i used to be i'm free with minister diane jones and we'll be right back after these millions of people are sexually abused each and every day not just by rape child molesters or pedophiles but by choice and through lifestyle preferences would enjoy being raped again and again why is rape spiritual as well as physical can a sex offender be healed from abusing others find answers to these and other questions in the pages of overcoming sexual abuse by minister diane jones available online at authorhouse.com this show's host page Amazon.com and any major bookstore overcoming sexual abuse. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. 
Trisha will dig deep into topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world, and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, Trisha Goyer, that's G-O-Y-E-R dot com. Trisha's vision is to be a voice of hope and possibility for teenage girls, pregnant teens, mothers, and wives. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living to do? Yes. Start Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer, Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on Tuggynet.com. Thank God I am free. I am free. Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Tuggynet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Okay, people. This is a call to the called. We are issuing a calling to the called. To those of you that have been called by the Lord to do something special for him. You know, I'm always looking for opportunities to do something something special for the Lord or something more for the Lord. Um, in the last year or so, I have... Um, become acquainted with and have been working with uh, an acquaintance who owns his own health care um, staffing agency. And um, he's a very hardworking man, um, works nonstop trying to build his business. So I teamed up with him, told him I would do what I could to um, help him build business. And so I just want to tell you a little bit about his agency. It is called Prestige Healthcare Resources Incorporated. It is located in Washington, D.C. They are looking for RNs, LPNs, CNAs, home health aides. Do you care about people? Do you share? Do you like to share your um, nursing talents, gifts, and abilities with others? If so, Prestige would like for you to be a part of their health care team. You can check them out at their website on www.prestigewecare.com, www.prestigewecare.com. Hey, Minister Chris, are you still with me? I am. Any thoughts? Any thoughts before I go into um, talking about what equipping the saints, um, how we can contribute to this calling of the called? (laughs) Well, we just got to ask the Lord 
what are we here for? What 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 is what is my calling? I mean, everybody's good at something, and a lot of times we try to do things that someone else is doing, and we just don't fit, and it's a struggle. So there's something that we there's somewhere that we fit instead of trying to be a square in a circle. We should go the direction that he made us to be, just like the animals. You don't see dogs saying meow. You see dogs barking. So it's 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 real simple, in my opinion, if we just seek the Lord and, and ask the Lord, what is my talents? What is my giftings? And can you show me how to, can you, can you put me to work in that area where I can be the most um, productive? But, but we got 12 minutes, so I don't want to keep talking. So move, keep moving. Okay. Well, I think of how when I was a, a young teenager um, and and I was um, learning in church and going to Bible study and church, you know, just, just really studying the word and whatnot. And I do remember my pastor telling me that God had a great work for me to do and that there was a calling on my life. And I tell you what, um, what I'm doing now, I, would, I, I had no idea that it would be anything like what I'm doing now. So I do want to throw that out there, that some people, you may be called to do things that are not in your wildest dreams. That are, it's not what you've aspired to do. It's not what you've dreamed about, thought about, wanted to do. But, but in fact, you may be called to do um, something you know beyond what you're used to or what you've even thought about because doing this this radio program um teaching and and ministering about sexual abuse the way that i'm that i am um there's been a lot of things that have come up that that i just this would not would not have been what i thought um i would have been doing so it's important to stress. It's important to stress that, but it's also important to stress that God qualifies those that he calls. He doesn't send anyone out just willy-nilly. He doesn't just send you out half-cocked, okay? He doesn't send you out without first e- equipping you to do the task that he's given you to do. Uh, many of our gifts and talents do come natural to us. You know, some you may be able to sing naturally. Um, you may be able to play an instrument naturally. Some people have that ability to just pick up an instrument, listen to it, and begin to play it. Many of our gifts and talents do come naturally to us. But it is important to submit both our natural and our spiritual giftings. Some of the spiritual giftings, like discernment, and the gifts of uh, knowledge and wisdom, people may have those gifts and don't even realize that they are gifts from God, you know, because things just happen and they begin to speak those things or operate in those things or see things a certain way as as in the case of discernment. And so they come natural to us, but they still need to be submitted to God for development, they still, you still need to come to a place where you say, okay, God, I know I have this ability or I know I have that ability, um, but I'd like for you to develop me. I would like for you to 
hone my gifts, if you will. I would like for you to sanctify my gifts gifts so that I can use them for your glory. He doesn't want us to take what we've gotten comfortable doing or what we're used to doing maybe in a secular way or for the world and then just start doing it for him without it being sanctified, without him qualifying us, without him preparing us for the work. God has been calling many of you to do a specific type of work for him, and you are still not yet prepared for it. You are still not yet qualified for it. Preparation includes studying the word of God. In some cases, studying that gift you know, you might you might need some extra training with where that gift is concerned. You might need some some uh, classes, and I don't recommend secular classes. I'm sorry, I don't. As a Christian, I don't. Um, if 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 God, if you if if you found yourself in that situation, perhaps before getting saved, that's one thing. Or before you know. Um, Committing your life to Christ, that's one thing. But as a believer, if you can seek out someone who is another believer, I think that is the best option. Okay. But anyway, it may include study. It may, it will include being tried and tested in those areas. God has to. It will include exercising your gifts and being obedient. challenged and God will ask you to do certain things to see if you will do those things um, before he just launches you out there. It includes preparation. This is where equipping the saints ministries comes into play. Because we provide solid training to help prepare anyone who is who is interested and feels called to ministry. The ministry that we do here on the air regarding sexual abuse, it's not a unique ministry. I mean, it is because of the way we do it, but um, even with that, God had to prepare me and qualify me in his word and in knowing him and in hearing his voice and in being able to uh, discern what's God and what's not God and things of that nature. So this is, this is, this is um, a necessary foundation for anyone who wants to work in service to God. This is where we come in. We provide solid training. We provide courses that help to equip the believer to be used by God. If you're interested in, and the training that we provide, you must have a hunger for more of God, and you must have a desire to please him. You must desire to know what your calling is and seek God about that calling, and we will help give you the um, foundation in the word and some opportunities to actually exercise your talents and giftings. Some of the courses that we offer are spiritual warfare, a module on spiritual warfare, uh, the prophet and prophecy, dreams and visions, 
because that is how God speaks to his people. In addition to the word, he speaks to them through dreams and visions. Um, counting up the cost, because it costs something. When you see those people that are just serving, seems or say that they're serving God and it's all glamour, and it's all about me, 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 and them blowing up and them making a name for themselves, um, I challenge you. I challenge you because that does not reflect the ministry that I see that Christ lived and his disciples lived or any prophets before him, before he came, lived. Um, counting up the cost means you're going to go through something. Okay. So those are just some of the topics that we offer. The working of miracles. That includes heal, healing. So if you're interested in our training, please contact us. Write to, email us at etsministriesinc at gmail.com. Go on our Facebook page and see what we're all about. Get in touch with us. We will do our part to help you answer the call that God has placed on your life. Until next week, be blessed. We love you.